गुरु परंपरा की जय गुरु पुणिम की जय श्री सनातन गोस्वामी तिरुबाबा महोत्सव की जय और भक्तवृंद की गुरु प्रेम नंदे Was a little difficult to listen to, but the opportunity to uh, increase one's humility is, is welcome. Ale bardzo doceniam to sposobność sprawdzenia mojej pokory. So thank you for that. Dziękuję wam za to. Agni Dave has uh, appropriately suggested that. Uh, or instructed us that glorifying the Vaishnava is very fruitful. In that it will call our spiritual progress. So I'll take the occasion to glorify Sri Sanatana Goswami. And I don't want to speak too long. Because I know it's a weekday. Some of you have to go to work in the morning. I would like to uh, enter the uh, discussion glorifying Sanatana Goswami through the Viraha Bhav of Raghunath Das Goswami. This um, Bhav of uh, separation is very prominent in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Uh, there are two forms, basically, or expressions of Krishna's Leela, that which is prakat or manifest and visible in this world from time to time, and that which is aprakat or uh, invisible. The latter is like uh, the movie and the former is like the like the trailer. So the visible manifest Lila entices us and invites us to enter into the unmanifest Lila. And from there it is said, Yam Gatva Nanivartante Taddama Paramamama. There is no, fortunately, there is no return. Krishna's abode is, he distinguishes it from all other planets in Bhagavad Gita when he says, Punaravartino Arjuna. Mamu Petya Tukonte Punarjan Manabitite. 
Krishna mówiąc o swojej siedzibie odróżnia ją mniejszymi słowami od innych miejsc, więc te słowa dalekie. The basic difference being that from every other uh, planet there will be return or the return the perpetual return of birth and death. But uh, in comparison or in contrast, my abode for my abode there's no there's no leaving. This uh, properly understood speaks about Krishna's affection for his devotees. Even if they wanted, they couldn't leave. So that abode is in a broad and general way characterized by love in union. And the manifest uh, Lila in this world, by contrast, is characterized primarily by separation, love in separation. So it said, love makes the heart grow fonder. Um, in union, there is one Krishna. And in separation, it is said there are millions of Krishnas. In the absence of one's object of love, one is reminded of his or her love everywhere in everything we see. In fact, uh, the manifest Leela is ma is manifest that uh, portion of the Leela um, by Krishna for the very purpose of bringing about union for those devotees whose hearts in whose hearts separation has grown grown so strong they can no longer live without him and he can no longer live without them in the Gita he tells us Paritranaya Sadunam Vinashaya Chaduskritam Dharma Samstapanartaya Sambhavami Duge Duge He comes Yuga after Yuga and uh, he um, has two purposes, well three, to establish dharma by way of dealing with the impious and to give protection, shelter to his devotees. Krishna 
na celu ustanowienie trzech, jakby dla trzech powodów. Pierwszy to jest ustanowienie długi dla określonego wieku, czy dharmy, a drugi to jest ochrona jego wielbicieli. And uh, that uh, giving shelter to his devotees is really the primary, as I mentioned, uh, cause of his appearance in the world. Indeed, indeed, his devotees established Dharma even without him. And in their presence, then impiety cannot have been standing. So really, he comes for his devotees. And with regard to that manifest Leela, the uh, central focus is the bucolic or pastoral Leelas of Krishna in, in, in Vrindavan. Ostensibly, he departs from there at the early age for his Mathura and Dwarka Leelas. But if we look a little more deeply, we understand that somehow he's more present there in the love of his devotees, feeling his separation, than he is present in his apparent physical presence in Dwarka or Matura. So this, the secret uh, purpose of his departing for Matura, killing Kamsa, establishing his palace uh, in Dwarka and so forth, is to showcase to the world the extraordinary uh, love of his devotees in Braj, who, in his apparent absence and separation for long, great, the greater balance of his life, are uh, remain completely wrapped and uh, absorbed in uh, uh, love for him. So these uh, these devotees are the uh, really uh, examples that uh, uh, we are to follow. They are the embodiments of the love that the Swayam Bhagavan corresponds with. 
odpowiada, z którą związany jest swoją Maza You know that when in the Gita Govinda Jayadev in the springtime rasa, rasa lila, then um, Krishna disappeared from the Gopikas and from Radhika and he wanted to manifest himself as four hand in four with four arms hmm, before Radhika to try to hide himself when she was coming close to him but he he could not her love did not allow him to manifest those forearms przed Radką, przed Gopi w formie czteroramiennej i Odziwo nie jest w stanie tego uczynić. So obviously the implication of this is that her love is non-different than his form to Dwibuj Krishna. I implikacja tego jest taka, że jej miłość odpowiada jego formie, czyli Dwibuja, czyli formie Dwibuja. And so, Jiva Goswami has glorified Rup, his older brother, uh, 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 uncle, excuse me, and Sanatan Goswami, whose day of departure from the world we're separating today, uh, celebrating today, uh, glorified them um, repeatedly in his uh, six-fold treatise, Satsandarbha. Wielokrotnie opiewa Ruta Sanatana Gospodnego, którego odejście dzisiaj obchodzimy, świętujemy. Wielokrotnie opiewa ich w swoim dziele Satsandarby. He says that, that the, it's a simple statement, but it's, it's very profound. He says that uh, Rupa and Sanatan, that they are most glorious in the circle of Braj. To be a devotee is glorious. Even if you are not an advanced devotee. Better to be a less advanced devotee than a devotee than a fully advanced yogi. How can that be? In yoga sadhana, then You cannot reach as high in terms of intimacy with Bhagwan. Yogi may have a beatific vision of Vishnu. Yogi 
We cannot play with Krishna. If you have a job as a doorman in a, for a corporation that has 108 stories, next door there is a corporation 10 stories. And the CEO, he lives in the 10th floor, penthouse suite. So in this analogy, you are the doorman. And the perfected yogi is in the tenth, is the CEO. How can your position be better than his? Because you are connected with a 108-story building. And you have the prospect of rising all the way to the top. At that point, at that point, that CEO will look like a doorman. Yogi, CEO, <laughs> he got there by much overt effort. And the doorman got to the top much higher, but in a different way. His way was open door, yes. Serving everyone who come to this. Everyone who's not even a member coming. Such humility. In yoga, then we advance by 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 bhairagya. In bhakti, we advance by sangha, the opposite. And bhairagya is a product. In yoga, you cannot have any friends. In bhakti, then you have so many friends. You understand? No friends in yoga. You have to be alone. Sit in the forest. So Raghunathas Goswami, his uh, history is known to most of you. He has um, composed a nice uh, prayer in glorification of Sanatan Goswami. And he composed this prayer in Birahabhav. And 
after the disappearance and departure from the world of Sanatana Goswami. So we'll see if, if through the Viraha Bhav of Raghunathas we can feel the union with Sanatana Prabhu. Separation is the way to union. In the low tide, you can enter the ocean. You can't enter in the high tide. But in low tide, then you go in very easily. And then you'll be caught up in a high tide and taken out to sea. <laughs> in the low tide you can learn to swim. In the high tide then you can in this context you can live underwater. <laughs> You can live deep on the, on the underwater. And through this discussion, we should see what Jiva Goswami meant when he said, Sanatana Goswami is glorious in Mathura. It's like I say, it's one thing to be a devotee, a big thing. To be a devotee in Vrindavan, that is even bigger. But to be a glorious devotee, celebrated by other devotees in Vrindavan, that is very extraordinary. This is the position of Sanatana Goswami. So again, a little of the history, some of you are familiar, but I'll re- repeat it, of Raghunathas Goswami prior to his writing the prayer that we will speak about. Just very briefly, of course, you know that he had, as a young man, the association of Nityananda Prabhu. Nityananda Prabhu was the other self of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It would be hard to imagine better association. Mm. And Nityananda Prabhu blessed him in such a way that he could get the association directly and service of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He was initiated by Yadunandana Acharya. And he 
was living in the association of his Diksha Guru. But he had a strong desire to have a direct association with uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Jagannath Puri. It's an overnight train ride from Nadia. And he was always looking for the opportunity to uh, escape from his family life. So on one uh, <coughs> evening, Gurudev was feeling a little ill. He asked Raghunathas to do the Seva Puja. And he took the opportunity to escape. <laughs> he didn't ask his guru's permission to have a Siksha Guru. <laughs> he ran all the way to Jagannath Puri. And there Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave him they put him under the care of Swarup Damodar. Who was a Siksha Guru? Hmm. And it's a long story how he got there with much austerity. He went. He did not go on the main road because he was afraid his parents would come and bring him back. So he went through the countryside and jungle. And under the care of Surup Damodar, he several times asked that he could have the direct uh, discussion with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hear from him, get instruction from him directly. Uh, after several efforts uh, to do so, Mahaprabhu replied to him and said, you don't understand, I'm keeping under the care of Surabhadamara because he knows more than I do. How can that be? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna trying to experience himself from the vantage point from the bhava of Radha. And Surup Damara is the 
manifestation in Gaur Lila of Lalita Saki. Her other name is Anuradha. So she knows what is Radhabhav. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is trying to figure that out. So the point is that Raghunath Das had good association. Nityananda Prabhu, something Chaitanya Mahaprabhu directly. Who is the personal secretary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Lalita Saki herself? While he was living in Jagannath Puri, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave him the stone from Govardhan. He had received this when he himself visited Vrindavan. He used to wear it on a, on a string around his neck. And when he would worship the stone and give Abhishek, bath with his tears. Hmm. He would wear a a uh, necklace of uh, gunja beads, gunja mala. These are the kind of berry in in in, in Brindaban. They're red and white and black. White and black, that is Radha and Krishna. And red is the rag between them. Hmm. He used to wear this around his neck. So at one point he gave the stone to Raghunathas and he gave the mala also. Told him how to worship. So, when Surup Damodar and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Jagannath Puri left the world, Raghunathas thought he should go to Govardhan in Vrindavan because Mahaprabhu had told him when, when, Mahaprabhu, excuse me, when Mahaprabhu gave him the stone Raghunathas thought oh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was giving me residence ultimately in Vrindavan at the foot of Govardhan. And when he gave him the mala, 
he thought, and he's giving me service of Radha. So he thought he should go to Govardhan. And there he would give up his life. He was feeling Viraha from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, from Srup Dhamada. So he thought he would jump from Gordon Hill and commit passion of suicide. But when he got to Vrindavan, he got the opportunity to meet Rupa and Sanatan. Now you try to imagine what is their position. Hmm. He had association with Nityananda Prabhu, Sarup Damla, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He's in Vrindavan. He's feeling such strong separation from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He's going to give up his life in separation. He cannot bear to live. Mm-hmm. And Sanatana Goswami stopped him. What is the power of Sanatana Goswami? Mm-hmm. What kind of devotee was he? That he could pacify this Viraha. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this Remembering this, now, after the disappearance of Sanatana Goswami, <laughs> he's writing this poem. He says, Bhairagyug Bhakti Rasam Prayatnayar Apayayam Mam Anubipsamandham Kripambuti Yap Paradukkoduki Sanatanatam Prabhumashrayami. In this verse he describes the general character in Braj in terms of how Sanatana Goswami was perceived by the general people. And he also speaks specifically about how Sanatan dealt with him. He says, I take shelter of Sanatan Kusami. Sanatanam tam Prabhu Mashrayami. He refers to him as Prabhu, Master. I take shelter of my Lord, Sanatana Goswami. Mm. 
He says, Kripambudhiya Paradukaduki. He is a uh, ocean of Kripa, of grace. And Paradukaduki. He sees the suffering of others as if it is his own. Sanatana Goswami, what he means by this is that living in Vrindavan, we know that he was a great Bhagavat scholar, a great devotee, absorbed very deeply internally in bhajan. But in all of Braj, to the common people, he was like a grandfather. Krishna's Kaviraj and Chaitanya Charitamrita writes that when Rupa and Sanatana were living in Vrindavan, outside of Vrindavan, people were living on news about them. Sanatana had been personally instructed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to excavate the places of Krishna Lila, the Lila Stalis in Braj. In his bhava he saw and Krishna performed this Lila here, and here, Gopi Vastaharana Lila here, and this Lila there, and so forth. And his vision of this was so compelling that the he got the patronage of wealthy kings who, uh, following his vision, built ghats and monuments and temples to commemorate those those places of Krishna's pastimes in Braj that had been lost to the uh, public by the influence of time. So you can imagine that under his Sanatana Goswami's influence, the Braj was manifesting uh, spiritually in a way that the present uh, residents um, and nearby people had had not uh, known before, and also making vital, and, uh, economically speaking, as a byproduct. <coughs> Jak nigdy przedtem jej mieszkańcy nie, nie byli w stanie doświadczyć, 
Z drugiej strony również wraż była rozkwitała pod względem ekonomicznym, gospodarczym. There's some comparison we can make in this regard between Sanatana Goswami and my Guru Maharaj. When I first went to Vrindavan, there was uh, in to take to go from Mathura to Vrindavan, you had to take a tanga. There were no tanga, no taxis, no, nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, it means horse you had to go on horse and buggy. You never ever saw a car. Unless Prabhupada pulled up in a car and got out. He got some land donated uh, for Iskon in, in Ramanreti and it was very much out in the jungle forest. But by his presence there, Vrindavan became a very popular place. Uh, it nourished, of course, many devotees. It began to grow exponentially, hmm, economically, Things very expensive there now. <laughs> the shopkeepers all love Prabhupada. Yes, yes, they would keep his picture. And we would think, oh, they love Prabhupada. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> this is this is kind of the, the kind of worship of God and the karma mark. Mm. I love him for what he can do for me. But when he passed from the world, the whole Vrindavan shut down. They knew that he had brought much more to their lives than simply economic uh, well-being. Dali sobie sprawę, że wniósł do ich życia znacznie więcej niż tylko e, taką ekonomiczną e, prosperitę. And at that time there was one road from the Delhi road, turn off to Vrindavan, so one way in. Well, there's other sides of Mathura, but the main way in coming from Delhi. They named it Bhaktivedanta Marg. To taka droga, która prowadziła prosto z Delhi, którą nazywano, jedyna wtedy chyba podówczas, so, Sanatana Goswami, I'm just going to give you some example because some may be familiar with this. You can imagine how prominent he was in, in Vrindavan. 
te, bo jesteś, bo jakby możecie to odnieść do tego, co, co na przykład widzieliście. Więc y, możecie zobaczyć, jak, jak, y, jak prawo pad jest znane w wydawaniu i odnieść to do tego, jak Sanatan mógł być właśnie poważany. When he would wander through the bridge and the villagers would see him, all the children would run, hold his hand. Gdy tak przemierzaliśmy cały obszar bridge, to gdzieś tam na jakichś takich małych wioskach dzieci wybiegały z domów i pytały go za rękę. And he would remember everybody. Where is your daughter? How is your son? On często on, on pamiętał tych ludzi, pytał się o ich córki, dzieci, synów. And they knew he's really just giving us opportunity to, to serve him. Oni tak naprawdę wiedzieli, że on daje nam sposobność do tego, by mu służyć. Sometimes they would bring their disputes amongst one another to him and whatever he would advise, they would accept it. Czasami przychodzili do niego z jakimś sporem, który się toczył między nimi i to to jego słowa były dla nich takie rozstrzygające. he says, Dira, Dira, Jana, Priya. Both the pious people, the Dira and the Adira, they both loved him. So, so Raghunathas has described him how he was close in this way to the general people, while at the same time, of course, he was very deep internally and very removed. He was kind of imminent and transcendent at once. And then he speaks about how Sanatan related with him personally. As I said, he had come there to commit suicide, of suicide. But Sanatan Goswami stabbed him. Indeed, Sanatan himself had planned to commit Vaishnav suicide previously. <laughs> he met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Banaras. There Mahaprabhu instructed him in so many things, like I said, to excavate the places of Krishna's Leela in Vrindavan. But Sanatana Prabhu, he met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there, and he met him in the course of having escaped from prison. Sanatana Goswami was a, born in a Brahmin family in West Bengal from South Indian Brahmin uh, family. But the uh, Muslim ruler heard about him. It is said that he was having a a tomb built for himself. 
before he died. He wanted it done before he died because he wanted to make sure it was the best tomb. <laughs> and I think he, he, he was very heavy, so if he did something wrong, you would become part of the tomb. <laughs> so at one point he started to ask some question of his minister. What was it? He asked him a question. Remember? And the minister didn't. He said yes. He didn't. He didn't know. He wasn't. He wasn't sure what the the Nawab wanted, but he didn't want to have his head cut off. <laughs> Ten minister nie, nie chciał, znaczy z jednej strony nie dosłyszał te, tego, czego chciał Ufnawa, ale z drugiej strony nie chciał stracić życia. So he just pretended that he knew and left as if to get it and got out of town. Więc on udawał, że coś zrozumiał i po to, by móc zyskać czas, by uciec z miasta. But at some distance he happened to meet Rupin Sanatan. Sanatan was a great student of Srimad Bhagavatam. And they had had some, he and Rupa had some correspondence with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And when Sanatan saw this uh, minister, he saw that his mind was very disturbed. So he explained the situation. And Sanatan studied his physique and and thought about the situation. And he said, this is what the king wants of you. So he believed Sanat and he went back and did it. And then the, the king said, how did you know what I wanted? Oh, I met this young man and so then the king said do you bring him here and he made Sanatan his minister prime, like, like, like prime minister i z Sanatanem uczynił swojego takiego nabornego ministra, którego ranga była można, którą rangę można by przyrównać do premiera. Second in command to the king himself. Który był drugą osobą po samym królu. This, however, caused him to be ostracized from the Hindu Barnashram community. Jednak to sprawiło, że wykluczono go z, z takiej hinduskiej um, społeczności, która opierała się na Barnaślamie. He didn't have much of a say in the matter. He had to do what the king wanted. Or you would lose your head. Mm -hmm. 
And so he served it there. Hmm. But at a certain point, he could no longer bear the separation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he became negligent in his duties to the king because of his absorption in Srimad Bhagavatam. So the religious Hindus in the Karma Marg, Dharma Marg, they rejected him, but he was living inside Srimad Bhagavatam. His is the original Gaudiya commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam. His Brihat Bhagavatam is the first Gaudiya text, really. So when the king saw him in this way, he became upset. And he ordered him to be imprisoned. And somehow he escaped from the prison. Now he was an ostracized Hindu. And now he was running from the Muslims. Because the king sent the men out to get him. And and those were the only groups there were. There were the Hindus and there were Muslims. So he was homeless and friendless. And somehow he tried to make his way to Vrindavan, where he heard, heard that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was there. But when he got to Banaras, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had come to Banaras. And Mahaprabhu told Chandrasekhar, Tapan Mishra, I think there is a Vaishnav at, outside. Bring him in. So they went to the door and they said, no, there's just some Sufi. <laughs> because he had dressed himself in such a way as not to be apprehended. So Mahaprabhu said, bring that Sufi in. And then to the surprise of Chandrasekhar, he embraced him. Hmm. 
So this is the meeting of Sanatana Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Mahaprabhu taught him and so many things. But later when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to Jagannath Puri, and Sanatana wanted to take vacation from Vrindavan and go to Jagannath Puri. <laughs> Give a report to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on his work. So he walked to Jagannath Puri. But he had to go through the Jarikanda forest, jungle. In there he got he drank some contaminated water and and his body uh, erupted with open sores. When he arrived at Jagannath Puri, he was concerned. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he cannot check his affection for his devotees. Previously I had not bathed, I was not dressed like a clean or like a Vaishnav, and just seeing me he embraced me. Myślał sobie tak, że no nie, nie zdążyłem się, nie, nie miałem okazji się wykąpać, moje ciało po prostu jest nieumyte, śmierdzące i po prostu i tutaj zaraz Mahaprabhu będzie chciał mnie objąć. No, my body is in such terrible condition. What if he embraces me? I would be a, would be a great offense on my part. Więc martwi się tym, że jeżeli Mahaprabhu go obejmie, to 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 Sanatana Goswami popełni wobec Mahaprabhu jakiś obraz, będzie to obraźliwe. So he decided to throw himself under the wrath cart during the Ratyatra. Więc ostatecznie w takim nastroju chciał po prostu rzucić się pod pod wóz Ratyatry. But Mahaprabhu came and found him out. What did he do? He embraced him. And all the sores went away. And he said, you cannot do that. Your body is mine. I have many things to do through you. And then he told, at the time of Diksha, once has a body of a Bada Jeev, he becomes a Sadaka Jeev. Now he no longer has material body, he has a Sadaka Deha. Which is a work in progress. Our material identity is a product of our desire. Our sense of my uh, gives rise to a sense of I. But nothing is mine. 
So the I that arises out of that has no permanence, no standing in reality. But we, we try to protect it, so we, we bring our, our senses in touch with sense objects to foster this sense of I. But in the sadhaka day, then we bring our senses in touch with sense objects for the pleasure of Krishna. If this creates another sense of I, another identity. By applying yourself properly with your sadhaka deha, you get a siddha deha. I heard a story one devotee was initiated by his guru. Guru gave him nam and mantra. But then the, the shishya, he said, but Gurudev, you did not give me Siddhadeha. He said, well, you, you don't like the sadhaka deha that I've given you? The Siddha Deha is inside the Sadhaka Deha. When the Sadhaka Deha has its perfected, the Siddha Deha will arise. So you worship in the Sadhaka Deha in Gorlila and then you can live in the Krishna Lila in the Siddha Deha. So having had this experience, Sanatan could very much understand and relate to Raghunathas Goswami's desire to commit suicide. So what is implied here is Sanatan, he stopped me from this. He says that uh, and, and he gave me something. He says, Bhairagya Yug Bhakti Asamprayatnaya. He gave me a special kind of idea of Bhairagya. Idea 
Now, what does Rabbanat Das Goswami have to learn about Bairagya? The measure is Bairagya exhibited in Puri as witnessed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was extraordinary in Mahaprabhu's own eyes. He, he had wealthy parents, so when he was residing in, residing in Jagannath Puri, his parents would send, send money every month. And he would use the money to hold festivals for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and feed his devotees. But gradually he thought, here I am a renunciate, but I'm getting allowance from my parents, it's not right. So he refused to take that and he lived then by begging at the Singhadwara, the lion gate of Jagannath temple, whenever Prashad would come. And then he began to think, I'm living by begging. And when I see that person, I think, oh, he gave me that pokora last time. Oh, that guy, he only gave me some, some doll. I'm supposed to see everyone equal, but I'm seeing this one is better than that one. So he gave up begging. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was pleased when he gave up the allow, taking the allowance. But when he gave up the begging, he did not. Where is he? How is he eating? And then he heard that he's, after the plates have been washed and there's some grain and little things given to the cows, after the cows are finished, he's going to picking up whatever's remained. That he's eating like that. His his bairagi was said to be like like lines on a stone could not be moved from his position in bairagi attachment. So Mahaprabhu came and caught him. He just about to take the rice 
one he took a grain of rice he would wash it off that's how you and of course Mahaprabhu had a good sense of humor he said again you are feasting but not inviting me and he took that rice from his hand and ate it himself so what does Raghunath Das have to learn about Vairagya but here he says Vairagya Yuk Bhakti Rasam Prayantnaya Raghunath Sanatana Goswami after my respect to him he forcefully made me drink the nectar of of Vairagya he's really saying Vairagya Yuk Bhakti Rasam the Vairagya connected with Rasa Bhakti Rasa Hmm. Vairagya means detachment as I said earlier in yoga mark one advances by detachment but in bhakti mark we, we advance by attachment to Krishna to his devotees and Vairagya is, is, is a byproduct so Raghunath Das is not saying that Sanatana Prabhu made me give up eating pakoras. Made me give up my family. Pulled me away from all these dear material friends. But he gave me by Bishesh Rag, some special kind of rag. Bairag, Bairag, not Bairagya, but Bairag, a special kind of raga. He gave me raga in Bhakti Rasa. Deep attachment for Krishna in Braj. It would appear that the seed of this came in him through Sarup Damodar. But Sanatana Goswami had watered that seed and brought it out to its full flowering and, and fruiting. In spite of all that he knew and all the association that he had, 
good at the Kabbalah, good association. All of his spiritual advancement. He describes himself in this prayer. Before Sanatan, I was blind. I knew nothing. What is the position of Sanatan Goswami? Okay. <laughs> what was his association? And he says that he very carefully and forcefully made me drink. But, but I was, in spite of my unwillingness, the nectar of Bhakti Rasa. Sanatan used to go and daily and do parikram around Govardhan Hill. Why was he doing that? Not out of necessity for his own spiritual progress. Not just to say hello to people. But Reverend Goswami is saying it, that that he came for me. I was living at Govardhan, and he would come and stop. And every day he would tell me something about Krishna. How, how much he cared for me. What special attention he, he gave to me. So he says in this way, I am feeling great separation from Sanatana Goswami. When will I again attain his association?